position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Friends and neighbors, welcome to episode number 36 of the Best Linux Games Podcast, being recorded for you on Saturday, 2015-07-04, which would make it the 4th of July. It's uh, 6.56 p.m. Pacific time. And joining the glorious revolution comrade... Wait, oh, hang on. Wait, I already... You fucking killed up the wrong goddamn... No! I told you the revolution isn't done One moment, please. We'll crunch. <laughs> Or good man, that's the spirit. Yes. So this is a special Fourth of July uh, episode of uh, the Best Lanes Games podcast. Uh, I almost said Vinyl Freak with me, your host Captain Midnight, but that's a different story altogether. Um, I'm wired on tremendous amounts of caffeine. Anyway, Fourth um, of July. So we're going to talk about freedom uh, in this episode. Uh, normally, uh, we would have deal a deal section towards the end. There are no deals this week, so sorry, but there's just really nothing happening. And uh, I know I promised you guys a uh, full feature on uh, the best games that are twin stick compatible. Uh, you know, console gamepad compatible, but something happened, I found a new game, 
I found a new game. I found a new gal. Anyway, so we're going to obviate that. We'll have a maybe a miniaturized version of that feature um, this week towards the end, but predominantly we're going to be talking about freedom today. That's right. It's 4th of July. Oh, say, can you see? Anyway, uh, thank you, Ivor. Good, good cue on that. Yeah, that's Jose Feliciano, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, crack producer Ivor Molina, like, like myself, is working overtime and is on criminal amounts of caffeine. But before we begin anything, we should do our new and noteworthy because there are some games that I think are new and noteworthy this week. So let's get straight to them, shall we? Ivor? Oh, we don't have the music for that? Okay, so Ivor has told me that uh, along with uh, like the release of Blue Wizard is about to die on Amazon, the music for our new news section bumper is coming next week. So anyway, we'll... we'll just fucking run the news. All right. So, yes, uh, we have, uh, first up in our new and noteworthy, we have a game that, uh, I don't know. I have no idea if this game is going to be good, but uh, <laughs> I just typed in new and noteworthy. It's called Vapor Part 1. That's V-A-P-O-U-R. And uh, it comes with a let's it comes with a warning that uh, it has an age restriction of eighteen, whatever. That kind of makes it look a bit suspect to me. And I hate scary games, but this is a first-person shooter-styled horror game that uh, looks like it might have potential. Uh, you know, it's independently developed, launched with Linux support, so we're gonna we're gonna cover it. Um, that once again, that's Vapor Part 1, and it's $9.99, and this video does not inspire me all that much. I have not bought it, but, you know, it's something to look, look, look out for if you, unlike myself, are a fan of scary games. Uh, <laughs> speaking of scary games... This is a game that, oh my goodness. Up next, we have a game that I can't believe it took this long to make, but we have not GTA 5. Um, if you haven't seen the, the video that they have assembled for not GTA 5, <laughs> then you need to check it out. It's only 74 cents, so I think I added it to my cart. Um, it's a parody of Grand Theft Auto V. Thank God. It takes Grand Theft Auto back to the old school, back to its roots. Um, for those of us who are 12,000 years old like myself, it's 74 cents right now, 75% off until July 9th. So that's not, not Grand, not GTAV. So N-O-T-G-T-A-V. Not Grand Theft Auto V. Then we have a game that I'm very excited to play. I only found it today um, while putting the show together. This is called Reflections. And I I just bought it. I just downloaded it um, actually while uh, preparing the final show notes for this episode. This game looks like it has potential to do everything that I want from a game. Almost like Shenmue. Um, 
the, uh, according to the developers, Reflections is a real-world adventure game where every action you take has meaningful consequences that radically shape the experience. Each action you take is punctuated by flushing the black-and-white environment with color, illustrating your progress, and providing clues to what your future might hold. It came out on June 26th. So far, the reviews are mostly positive. It's still in early access. It's $9.99. And once I get a chance to play it, if it turns out to be good, you can rely on hearing more about it here. Um, very intriguing. It kind of hits all of my buttons in terms of um, in terms of a lot of a lot of uh, gameplay. There's a lot of game design, uh, game design decisions, and stuff like that. Then finally, in our new and noteworthy, before we get to our main feature, which is freedom, right? Uh, we have. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just... I want you... You monster. Oh, my voice cracking me up over here. We have Lego... Hey, welcome to Lego Minifigures Online. <laughs> Lego Minifigures Online is a game for Lego fans of all ages where you can play together with people from all over the world and assemble your own team of minifigures that you can bring with you on epic adventures. From rock stars to ancient warriors, there's so many minifigures to collect and build your team with. Yeah, okay. <laughs> figures to be found everywhere in the game. And you can even go get turn a minifigure. Turn it off, I want to turn it off. code inside to unlock your new minifigure. Each minifigure has their own unique personality and powers. The trendsetter, she takes selfies to heal herself. Turn it off. The rock star plays. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, we have Lego minifigures online. And <laughs> According to the developer, Lego Minifigures Online is a fun-packed online game where you can play with thousands of other players in your favorite Lego worlds. Collect the awesome minifigures and smash your enemies. Battle Dragons in Medieval World or Hades himself in Mythology World. Um, <laughs> there are a couple of reasons why this made our new and noteworthy. One, this launched with full Linux support. Um, two, it came out uh, on... Uh, Oh, what? What the fuck? Oh, I didn't vet this properly. It came out on October 29th, 2014, so it didn't launch with full Linux support. Surprise, surprise there. But now it's come to Linux, so that's good. Unfortunately, it is $29.99, and I have no room in my life for yet another thing like this, even. Um, But if you have kids, this looks like... A hell of a lot of fun for them, and maybe they can join their friends who, unlike us Linux people, have been first-class citizens all the while, um, so they can get in on the next, latest, newest, big thing. Oh, only a year and a half late! Damn you, Ivor! Fact checker, crack producer Ivor Molina, has had a pronounced hand in this episode already, which is why I'm firing his ass! Anyway, so yeah, that's Lego Lego Minifigures Online. Try saying that after drinking five cups of coffee. Um, Lego Minifigures Online, $29.99. Just recently uh, added Linux support. Now, let's get to our feature, shall we? Shall we? We have no deals this week. But we have a game that you must play. Possibly. Depending on your point of view. Let's do it, shall we? I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. So, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, 
Um, there was a younger version of me, which is nice to know that I was still there, even in the past. <laughs> anyway, I'm losing my fucking mind. More whiskey is clearly the only answer. So anyway, long ago, it's not like anyone's ever going to hear this episode anyway. It's 4th of July weekend. <laughs> Screw it. Um... One moment, please. Oh, yes. Ah, yes. There we go. Now that the entire episode has been run completely off the rails. Um, anyway, a long time ago, there was a game called Minecraft. And I fell in love with this game. And we're going to talk about Minecraft versus Ark Survival Evolved. That's A-R-K-S-U-R-V-I-V-A-L Evolved. Um, and the differences and similarities between them. We're going to do a, a pretty prototypical compare and contrast between the two titles uh, this week because our episode is all about... Well, what's it about, Ivor? Tell the folks at home. Oh, that's right, you're in the... Uh, anyway, Ivor just held up, held up the pad to the window. This week's episode is all about freedom! Because freedom isn't free. It costs a heavy fucking fee. If you don't chip in your buck 05, who will? But anyway, um, so, okay, so, Minecraft. When Minecraft hit the scene, and I'm not talking about when it hit the scene scene, I'm talking about, like, when Minecraft first came out. I ended up playing it, and I can tell you the date, but it doesn't, doesn't really matter, but I, I ended up playing it first on the Xbox 360. So it was not yet, a big thing. It, it was a big thing, but not the thing that it became over the intervening years. And I was kind of circumspect about, is, if that's not, if that's the right word, I'm not sure. Um, I was, I was wary of a game that looked like it made gameplay work and work into gameplay. Um, Especially at that time in my life, because I, I was working on several humongous software projects in terms of, anyway. So, I was looking for a way to decompress originally. And on the Xbox 360, I found this game that enabled me to totally decompress, um, where I could focus on the aspects of, predominantly, basically, of survival and of, uh, of building for myself my own uniquely shaped little empire. That went on for about two months before I realized that I was playing, maybe not even two months, maybe a month before I started investigating because the Xbox 360 iteration of Minecraft was severely limited. The, the, the actual, uh, world that the world size on the, the original Xbox 360, I have no idea what it is like now these days or whatever was very small, and I got the sense that there was much more to discover. And that was... That 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 began my Minecraft Odyssey uh, through Linux. And not only... And what I found was this game that, like, yes, resource gathering is absolutely essential, but you can... You know, especially once I... Once I started playing it on Linux, I took a boat, for instance. I set up these huge worlds... On my Linux computer, it was a laptop. I, th- I want to say it was my Sony Vio at the time, which was a hell of a computer. And I set up these huge worlds, and I built these 
tremendous things. And I sailed around these huge worlds in a little boat and struggling to get back home. I mean, when you have to go for 50 minutes in one direction without like a rail or anything like that, you know, in a boat, um, fucking getting back home is a challenge and an adventure. And this is what I want. These are the two essential elements that I want to talk about this week in terms of Ark Survival Evolved. Because those two elements to Minecraft, which ultimately, I mean, sure, I was also building at, at my home base, you know, and this went on for, so, to, and this is important. The timeline for my entire Minecraft experience went from, uh, finding it on Xbox 360 for about, you know, three weeks or whatever. Um, and then about three weeks after that, I had it up and running on my Vio, which had no restrictions on the world size. So that went on for about a month. And then I discovered multiplayer, um, and found some servers that I liked. And that went on for about two months, maybe three months, something like that. And through the inefficiencies of the servers that I really liked, I decided to build my own from scratch, which was not a popular thing to do at the time that I did it. Um, and it ran for almost two years, a little over two years. It's still extant today if I wish to summon it. Um, and we ran a, a 3000 slot dedicated server long before that was fashionable, even in of itself, um, with we didn't all these people who say that they ran 50 plugins you know whatever um ihc ihasthecraft.com and mc.ihasthecraft.com uh when it was excellent when it when when it was um it was up 24 7 you know uh we ran a lot of mods um and a lot of gameplay modes we had 18 different worlds and etc 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 but what i'm trying to talk about here is I was wary, a friend of mine, Fagledorf, um, that I'm, I'm known from the Steam community, uh, who I play Counter-Strike Go with, uh, asked me about Ark Survival Evolved, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of wary about it, you know, blah, you know, fuck you, you know, blah, wrote it off. By virtue of the fact that, realistically, like, if I'm going to get into that kind of game again, then I thought that I would just, you know, bring back the server, because, I mean, I have everything. We had over fucking, it's something like 12,000 unique players, but we had a hardcore of around 3,000 players who were registered with us, um, and stuff like that. So like, you know, at peak times, we had anywhere from 300 to, you know, a thousand people, eh, plus or minus for many months, like six months. And this is before the Minecraft craze. Um, and we had several, we had a lot of great qualities about our server, but what we're here to talk about is, I'm sorry, I keep getting sidetracked because it's, but it's very difficult for me to separate. I, I has the craft, you know, the server that I ran from the game of Minecraft itself because the server that I ran introduced many game elements that were, um, were bent to my will to enhance the overall experience and of Minecraft itself. Anyway, what I want to talk to you about in terms of Minecraft before we get to Ark, 
I want to tell you about Demi ex girlfriend, who I miss. She and she's not Demi ex girlfriend. She's now just ex girlfriend, but I will forever refer to her as Demi ex girlfriend for purposes of convenience. Because I have dead girlfriend, I have Demi ex girlfriend, I have ex girlfriends, I have drunk Sarahs, I have drunken Sarahs, I have OG Sarah. You know, blah. So Demi ex girlfriend was also somewhat skeptical about this whole Minecraft thing that I become addicted to slowly um, as our relationship you know we'd been seeing each other for about four months five months something like that and yeah I was building a fucking replica of the Millennium Falcon in you know Minecraft just in in single player and stuff Um, but once I started my own server I thought it was time to show her what Minecraft was all about and so I took her back Onto, you know, she was sitting next to me, you know, in front of my Sony Vio. And I took her back to my old single player game on the Vio, where I had built this crazy fucking empire by hand without mods, just from scratch, etc. Humongous railways. One railway that I built took over an hour to navigate just one way. Um, and I had explored just, I mean, and I had, you know, a thousand screenshots from all the places that I had been and blah. And so I taught her how to play Minecraft in this single player game where, like, you know, she was buffed and everything. You know, she had, she had diamond armor and stuff. So, like, there wasn't that big of a fear of her, you know, um, and I had tons of, I, you know, I had acquired tons and tons of resources, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what she discovered, and this is what I discovered while playing Ark Survival Evolved, what she discovered and helped me to also kind of rediscover was the absolute charm of Minecraft. Forgetting like the crafting and build and survival aspects, there is high adventure to be had in Minecraft. And that was really ultimately, and you know, of course you can do other things. I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but, um, uh, you know, and by the way, like, uh, you will not meet a more experienced Minecraft player than myself. I don't play it anymore, but, um, I spent the better part of two years only, only doing Minecraft. Only, I mean, when I say only doing Minecraft, I mean, it became my job, it became my life. Um, but like, for instance, one memory sticks out in particular with me and Demi's girlfriend, where I took her I, I, I kind of directed her to a cave that, you know, was kind of, you know, just, this is very far away from, you know, where any place that we've ever been before, but there was like a cave, cave-like structure. I'm like, go down there, go down there, go that way, go that way, you know, blah. And then I kind of left her alone, but you know, I'm watching the game as she plays it and all of a sudden, the entire panoply of skill sets and everything, as you know, she gets trapped in this cave, and I mean, she goes way down deep, and, and there are all these skeletons, and there's all this, you know, crazy shit that's happening, and, you know, eventually, I'm like, okay, fine, okay, we have, to, do you have, how much wood do we have, oh my god, you know, and we finally fucking have enough wood somehow from, yeah, anyway, to build a boat, and we find, like, a fucking, we, we get up to, like, a level where there's water, and we sail our way out, and then we have to find our way back to the part of the island where we, you know, arrived on the island, and then we have to get back to our home base. And this was all kind of, um, this wasn't scouted by me, but it was, it was all kind of a, uh, a demi-insidious subterfuge to get her to see 
how awesome Minecraft can be in terms of like not just exploration, but like real adventure, an adventure that you have yourself on your own terms where, you know, and then we have to, that was kind of like the whole thing. Cause I'm like, okay now, and I had no idea where the fuck we were. So we had to figure out where we were on the Island. You know, we're trying to get food, you know, we're trying to find where we landed our original fucking boat. You know, we're trying and we're, you know, and, and we don't know if it's an Island or a fucking continent. We don't know. We have, we have no idea how big the landmass is. Um, and then we have to try to get back home. And getting back home. <laughs> anyway, it was a supreme adventure. And after that, she became hooked on Minecraft. And once I set up my own server, it was a dedicated server. It was a fucking humongous, humongous deal. It was a big, expensive, monstrous, world-class, hand-built, top-to-bottom, top-notch fucking job. Now, in the remaining six minutes... But anyway, she got it, and once I started my own server, um, well, actually, she never really played with me on my own server. She played with me predominantly on this other server that I played on before I just got fed up with the inefficiencies and the the, the lack of a lot of things on, on the server that I was playing on. But I bought her an account on it, and um, she she enjoyed it, and we had great times playing Minecraft together, um, both sitting next to each other on different laptops uh, and both when we were apart from each other. We had a great time doing a lot of things, Demi ex-girlfriend and I did. Um, we never had a happy 4th of July though, so maybe that's why all of these things are coming to the surface on top of our main subject, which of course is freedom and arc survival evolved. So I was kind of wary. It's been a long time. It's been about a year since I has the craft, you know, since I, I, I basically, since I ported you know, I still have all the worlds, all of the, my SQL data, everything, you know, I kept up with it for a long time. Um, but I, I basically shut the server down on, uh, January, I want to say two years ago, maybe a year ago, something like that. No, yeah, two years ago, January before last January, I shut the server down. Um, but then I found DigitalOcean and I can do, instead of 250 bucks a month, I can basically run the same server for the people who want to play it. Um, you know, the same, you know, 300 fucking lunatics who want to revisit their builds and stuff. Um, and, you know, engage in PvP and, and do all the fun, uh, maps that I built and stuff like that. Uh, and the entire zombie infested city world and shit like that and, and buff their characters and stuff. I can basically, you know, summon that at will. Although I haven't kept all the plugins up to date. Anyway, what I'm trying to say here, <laughs> I'm getting completely sidetracked. It's very difficult for me to talk about this. And I've avoided talking about Minecraft for 36 episodes now. So we're talking about freedom here. So I was kind of wary when my friend Fagaldorf mentioned this game, Ark Survival Evolved. I'm like, oh, well, you know, it kind of looks Minecrafty-esque, you know. And if I'm going to play a game like that, I'm just going to, you know, fucking update the 75 fucking plugins that we got on the server and fucking upgrade the fucking, you know, server through anyway, you know, upgrade the, the actual, uh, server application so that it's the latest version and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'll just bring back. I has the craft, um, you know, still preserved perfectly. It's crazy to play it. If you, if anyone wants to visit it, just, uh, tweet me at, uh, at Vegas writer, V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R. Um, and I'll bring it back online for you. Um, it's totally easy to do. All I have to do is press a button, essentially. Well, I have to 
SSH into the server and then. But anyway, um, so a couple of days ago, I bit the bullet and I'm like, oh, fuck it. You know what? I'll try out this Ark Survival Evolved game. I was really drunk and, you know, blah. So I bought it. It was $25. And over the last four hours of playtime, I've decided that I'm going to set up an Ark Survival Evolved server. Partially because it is totally, it, it works great on Linux. I had some problems with the sound on my main machine, but I had no problems running it on my laptop. It looks really good. It's depending on your hardware. But here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not here to talk about the technical details of running Arc Survival Evolved on your system. I want to talk about freedom. So essentially, Arc Survival Evolved is Minecraft that's simplified um but with dinosaurs so resource ga- and also with a more heavily emphasized survival aspect to it which was what originally attracted me to Minecraft i have to be honest um and then eventually i haven't gone through the dark days of the two years where all I did was Minecraft and I call them the dark days because my dad was dying and I couldn't focus on anything other than Minecraft and Minecraft saved my life. It prevented me from killing myself. Um, and you can read some, yeah, some things about that in, in, in the book once it finally hits Amazon. But anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Ark Survival Evolved and Ark has a pronounced, okay, so your food, there's berry gathering, there's hunting and killing, and there's, you know, gathering of wood. There's tree punching, just like you know you love it. Um, there's tree punching, there's stone breaking, but there is, it's not in the freeform voxel-based environment that you're familiar with in terms of Minecraft. It's in this beautifully polished, um, persistent environment that is in of itself, in, in of itself, a pre-mapped, so it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not randomly generated. There, there is no world seed. Um, although you can, from what I understand, early days for me, early days for me on this game, you can download other maps, but it's a huge fucking map that's predetermined for everybody. Um, resource gathering, tree punching, stone breaking, tool fashioning, uh, but you also have a dehydration factor. Uh, you also have a food meter that is fairly challenging to keep, uh, a hold of in terms of control, at least early on, because basically you're limited to the berries you can pluck off of bushes and stuff. Um, and the crafting is entirely different from Minecraft in that it's, it's an entirely, it's, it's a different system. It's, there, there, there's no, you know, uh, three by three, um, you know, material-based, ordered material-based, um, uh, crafting thing. You can only craft items that you learn how to craft. And you learn how to craft, uh, items by up, by leveling up your character. So, at first, and that was a major turnoff for me at first, because I'm like, oh, fuck this. You know, it just smacks of, like, a, another way of controlling uh, the amount of playtime that you can get out of the game. But no, it's totally not like that. Um, and you get, you know, experience points for, it doesn't, it's not a, uh, overt 
and uh, transparent experience point system. Um, but you get experience points for doing anything. Just for living another day, you get experience points. Um, and so as you level up, you get a certain number of experience points that you're able to spend on uh, learning individual skills, like making a thatched roof, or learning how to make a spear, or learning how to uh, make a sleeping bag, or a bed, or, you know, all manner of things. It all requires a these experience points that you you only get when you level up, and you can store them if you want, you can hoard them, but ultimately, the game is designed to be played with a, a group of people, a tribe, because ultimately, as the game says, there, there's, you know, one of the loading messages is there are too many Ingrams, Engrams, or whatever the fuck, um, for any normal human being to ever fucking learn by themselves, so you should play with a tribe so that certain people have certain specialities. Um, so for instance, you could have a, a person who is really great at blood transfusion or making narcotics or one guy who's really good at making guns. And then another guy who's really good at building shit. All of his engrams have been spilt, spent on building shit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The uh, day-night, it's it's a persistent world. The day-night thing uh, lasts about 20 minutes, pretty much the same as in Minecraft. But there's a major twist to all of this in that unlike Minecraft, instead of skeletons at night or whatever, the world of Ark Survival Evolved is filled with dinosaurs. And not just dinosaurs that are like scripted dinosaurs. These dinosaurs are free-fucking-roaming dinosaurs that exist on their own level, in their own ecology. They have an entire ecology that's all their own. Um, and behavior patterns that are completely unscripted, that are all their own. And you can tame, fight, kill, be hunted, and hunt all of these, all of these creatures. And it's a huge variety of creatures. Um, and you can tame them, learn to ride them, um, and bend them to your will. And also hunt them and kill them and eat them. And then you can also do the same with all of these play components against other people um, on, a, on a server. It is a fantastic game. If you have, I, I think I have a, a, a NVIDIA, uh, I want to say GT970, I want to say is the, the name of my graphics card. Um, th that's the card that I, I use to play most of these games on uh, my big screen, but I played it a lot on my laptop, which has like a way older graphics card. Um, your graphic, your mileage with the graphics settings will vary, but the but once you get it tweaked and everything, once you get the best combination of uh, frame rate and uh, draw distance and anti-aliasing and, and texture quality, the game is fantastically beautiful, and it is Chalk fucking full of high adventure, total high adventure, absolute freedom. It is incredibly addictive, and I'm looking forward to setting up uh, our own server. So that'll conclude. I mean, I can't give a more glowing review. We'll have a full review of the game later on, but I got to log at least 30 hours in it. And play a lot more online than I have currently. But um, it's fantastic. And that's coming from someone who resisted the entire appeal of it from the beginning. So 
and especially, you know, if you're at all interested in this sort of thing, it has built-in in-game voice chat. That's the other thing. It's improved on almost all of the mistakes that we, you know, it's taken the lessons learned from Minecraft in terms of the plugins that it should have from launch instead of being reliant on uh, third third parties to actually provide some of those fundamental play mechanics like um for instance there there's uh you can set up on your server very easily you can set up a server by the way just through steam if you want it's not going to be dedicated because you know you have to turn off your steam sometime um to play other games i would hope or to do other things but uh like it has proximity voice chat it has voice chat built in um all of these things are very exciting and the game is evidently very, very popular, which is really also equally gratifying. I think it's not just going to be the next big thing, but I think it is a really big thing. And there's just tremendous amounts of adventure and excitement that await you. Um, and if you want to play with me, your old friend Skooky Sprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E, when I launch our server, um, I'll, I'll be sure to post a message in, uh, our, our, uh, our community our Steam community that uh, gives you the uh, information as to how to join us. Um, hopefully uh, next week we will have a real blue wizard on Amazon. Uh, and other than that, have a happy 4th of July. I'm sorry that this is late, but it's been a fucker of a week. I have a friend in the hospital. Lots of other shits happened. And I discovered this great stuff called Mio, which is like a drink drop that is just... So caffeinated, it's criminal. Isn't that right, Iwer's giving me the thumbs up from the booth. So anyway, cheers. Thanks for bearing with me on this overlong uh, edition. And next week, we'll be back to our normal format. So happy 4th of July, folks. Cheers. Oh, and ARK Survival Evolved. Check it out. It's 25 bucks. So far, four hours in, just as a single player, it's completely worth it. Later days, I'm very glad that it's on Linux. Pretty badass. Cheers. Bye-bye. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.